The University of Victoria Student Society, or UVSS, elections begin on March 24th. This yearly election lets undergrad students vote on who will be running the board and weigh in on important referenda questions. There's so many ways that the UVSS can help mm -hmm. um, if you look into it. So with that in mind, seeing like what, what they are actually in charge of, um, you, we may learn that, you know, you actually want to get involved in this. You do want to know what is going on. I chatted with Martlet writer Chris Driscoll on all the challenges of this year's elections and why students should even bother voting. Hey, I'm Laura Smith, and thanks for tuning in for the 10th episode of the Martlet Pod, a podcast covering the most important news stories from the latest issue of UVic's student-run newspaper. The Martlet Pod is produced in the studios at CFUV, here on the traditional territory of the Okwungan and Wasainich peoples in Victoria, BC. Today, we're also chatting about... UVic President Kevin Hall reached out to students digitally through Reddit, Ask Me Anything, and two town halls. UVic's Commerce Student Society will be hosting four virtual events throughout March, with a goal to raise $5,000 for the annual Five Days for Homelessness event. It's something that should not like be happening in our society. Like I think the systems that we have in place should be in place to help support all people to have like the basic essentials in their life. And just before the election, the UVSS held their semi-annual general meeting, where they passed motions to increase the lead director's salary and updated their roles. So before we get into the conversation with Chris, let's break down this election a little bit, because it's just a little different this year. Only two lead director spots are contested. That's the Director of Finance and Operations, Outreach and University Relations, and the event spots. They all just need a majority yes vote to get in. All Director at Large and Director of International Student Relations are acclaimed. For Director of Campaigns and Community Relations, you'll be choosing between Izzy Adachi and Robin Pollard. Adachi is currently a doll and plans to lobby for more mental health support and affordability for students if elected. Pollard was an exec member of the Jane Goodall Youth Advisory Council and, if elected, would focus on tackling climate crisis and racial injustices. The Director of Student Affairs is also contested. One candidate is Marielle Hernandez, currently a doll, and would use this position to make the university more welcoming and inclusive. This includes improving sexualized violence training policies for clubs and collaborating with the Native Student Union. The other is Hazam Nazir, who currently runs the UVic Tips Instagram account and has previously volunteered with the UVSS. He intends to lower base club funding for all clubs to then create an operating fund for those clubs and improve communication between the student body and the UVSS. As well, through that UVix Tips account, Nazir has expressed reservations about advocacy groups having voting rights on UVSS boards and the existence of anti-sexualized violence workshops on campus, 
However, he has stated to the Martlet that he will continue to support advocacy groups and maintain dialogue with sexualized violence groups on campus. There were also five referendums. One on creating a fund for open educational resources, two on deciding what to do with the public interest research group funds now that they are no longer involved with the UVSS, another on tying UVSS fees to inflations, and a final one on establishing a fee for sustainability initiatives. For more detailed info on all these candidates, make sure to follow our coverage at the Martlet. UVic undergrads can vote for all of this between 9 a.m. on March 24th and 12 p.m. on March 26th at webvote.uvic.ca. Now to our interview with Chris. Thank you, Chris, for being here and chatting with me a little bit today. Just to start off, um, would you be able to kind of introduce yourself and what your role at the Martlet here is? Yeah, no problem at all. Um, yeah, hi, my name is Christopher Driscoll. Um, I'm a fourth year English honor student, just kind of finishing up my degree this year. And uh, I'm a senior staff writer for the Martlet and have been since September of this past year. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so of course today we are diving into the exciting world of student politics. Oh, always entertaining. Exactly, exactly. So um, maybe just to start off, we could even, I'll even just ask what the UVSS is, because it is something students pay for and maybe don't always know what that money is going towards. Yeah, so how I know it, the UVSS is a obviously a student union here at the University of Victoria. Um, they do get an annual fee that kind of comes from people's tuitions, and they use that fee, um, ideally, of course, um, to put towards benefiting students. Mm -hmm. um, this can be anything from granting funding to different course, course unions and clubs. Um, it goes towards uh, funding employment at the, uh, you know, the kind of Cinecenta, the cafes there, and, and most importantly, Fells. Um, so they're really there on campus to look out for students, help give them funding, and they are actually, in fact, an independent organization from the university. Right. And all those like um, like buildings and like places, especially, that's all at the sub that they have control over, yes. right? Yeah. Yes, okay. exactly. Yeah. Perfect. It's their little, you know, papacy on campus, you know, a papal state. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so with this election, um, people are voting for the lead directors and dolls. Um, mm -hmm. Maybe, again, just kind of like trying to take some general looks. Could you explain like what they do and maybe some of the differences between those positions there? Yeah, so there are certain um, director groups, such as, you know, directors of international student relations, communication, mm -hmm. a number of things like that. Um, how it kind of goes is those tend to be senior members of the UVSS on average, mm -hmm. um, sometimes every now and then. Uh, you do get someone new to the UVSS who gets one of those positions. But how the kind of standard issue goes with uh, directors at large is think about a course union. You know, when you have everyone kind of coming together, you have certain roles that people play, finance, events, stuff like that. Then you have people who are generally on the board. Mm -hmm. So directors at large kind of play that role. Um, what they do once they're voted in um, come September is they actually attach themselves to a certain portfolio which is in the hands of a specific director. Right. And the kind of idea of that is through working with this portfolio, they get to know the UVSS a bit more and then possibly gain the opportunities to run for that director position in subsequent years. 
Right. And because, yeah, and you were saying there's like a couple of different lead directors, like one person's yes, like in charge of, yes. of something specific. Exactly. And when you were saying you were talking about, um, of course, like a lot of the people who run for those lead directors, kind of those bigger positions are usually they've been involved in the UVS in some way. But is there like, can anyone run? Is there any like prerequisites to running or is it? No, there's actually no prerequisites to run. Um, obviously, experience in either activism or even like high school politics. Like there are people who have just taken on roles, you know, run for, you know, student body president and stuff like that right. who have entered in. But there actually is no restrictions on who can run. As long as you are a student at UVic, I do believe you need to be an undergraduate student mm-hmm. um, for, for certain collectives and stuff like that. Um, but it is not necessary that you have that background experience. It is it is one of those things that anybody can get involved in, you know, in the spirit of democracy and right. representing students. Right. Yeah. That makes sense. And then this year is an interesting year because they're all running individually. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you? Yes. There was a, so, there was a slate program beforehand? Is yes. That, yeah. So so in the past, I started at UVic back in 2015. So things were very different back then, even though it was only five, six years yeah. ago. <laughs> Um, so there used to almost be somewhat of a, of a party system kind of in place. And these were, these tend to be called slates. Mm -hmm. So what you do is there was a certain number of slates, different groups with different names and stuff like that. And people would almost run collectively. Mm -hmm. Um, so you would kind of, if you voted for this person, you would also be giving votes to this person, similar to how politics in in, in Canada runs. If you were, you vote for a certain party and by voting for that individual in your riding, you get to vote who the prime minister is right um so it functions kind of like that yeah and do you know like why that change was made to going individually yeah so it became a bit of a mess um (laughs) as politics tends to do um and it wasn't there was calls that it wasn't fully uh democratic in the sense of like just because one person in one director role has like some really good platform points you really identify them with um it doesn't mean that somebody else attached their slate does right um so last year they tried to do a kind of half and half thing where you could be part of a slate but you couldn't like say out loud who you were on a slate with and it was a bit of a mess Poor UVS is trying to organize that. So this year they, they've done away with that. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we can see, and as we will get to here, there has also been some drawbacks to that. Um, some of these drawbacks, I might as well dive into yeah. it now. Um, so this year has been very interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of moving through COVID and a lack of people on campus has kind of caused a few strange things in UVSS. There was not many people running this year. Um, most of, if not, the majority of uh, the different positions were actually granted through acclamation. Mm-hmm. So what that means is they're they're running unopposed. So therefore, there's like I think a minor vote or something like that, and they get it. But the vote doesn't go to the students. Um, they don't really run a campaign. They do have a campaign. They mm-hmm. have campaign promises and all that, but they don't get the chance for the students to vote for them. And not only were a bunch of roles acclaimed this year, but in the 11 uh, director large positions we have, um, only six of them were actually fulfilled. Hmm. So not only did all these people directly you know, get their position, we also lack five positions that remain to be filled. Um, so this creates a bit of a, a problem when you, when you think about it, because it kind of is taking a bit away from this democratic process. Mm-hmm. Like we, there were, there was jokes made in, in different individuals I've spoken with uh, who've kind of been covering the election saying like, this could have been the year someone 
you know, with nefarious purposes, try to do a coup because they could have, like you could have gotten a group of very strange minded people and they all could have run for all these different positions and they would have had a monopoly on the right, yeah. so a monopoly on student funds, the monopoly of the workings of the sub. That's a lot of power for people to have. So I'm, I'm not saying this has occurred. Um, a lot of the people who are doing their director at large positions are actually very qualified and are very mm -hmm. interesting and educated individuals. But there's that possibility. And that's that's why I think there is a concern there around what has happened in the CBSS term. Yeah, absolutely. Do you know, like, is it more common that there is like a little bit more contestation for these spots in years past? Is it because of that slate program there was generally a little bit more competition or? I think what the slate program allowed for um, is for people to run with the support of friends or right. a collective. Right. It kind of gave people the confidence not only to get involved, but to also have a support network mm -hmm. and also feel like they're not going at it alone. Um, jumping into a position at the UVSS, which the majority of students don't know that much about. You know, you get the, the political science students who are like maybe sometimes more or less <laughs> eager on it, but in the humanities and arts, like like I'm in, we're just like, yeah, they used yeah. to be able to chalk walls. Now I don't know what they do. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think that definitely is a contributing factor mm -hmm. um, to the kind of lack of people who have been running, the lack of candidates. Um, and and that's 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 a problem. Um, yeah. I know, like we we had kind of mentioned the problems of the slates and such, but um, I think there's <sighs> difficulties that arise from people not finding out about how to run for these things, mm -hmm. right? Um, a few different individuals we spoke to through our market coverage um, had only really heard about running for the UVSS through different either course unions or activism groups and stuff like that. Well, and it seems too that like just also like voter turnout is also very oh. low here. So yeah, voter turnout. And it, it's it's funny, you know, they were talking about, you know, getting rid of you know, chalking and, and the slates and the posters and stuff. But in a way that was also one of the most democratic processes because it actually showed people mm -hmm. what was going on. It advertised that the UVSS is a thing. Yeah. It is there for students. They are seeking representation and us as the student body have a very key role in that as, you know, individuals and citizens do in any democratic mm -hmm. process. Have you heard from any of the candidates for this year how they're going about campaigning um, with COVID? Because like you said, it's not like they can exactly write something on the wall and have everyone walk by. Exactly. I, I haven't heard much because the majority of people I talked to, as we had mentioned earlier, were actually acclaimed. Right. Um, some of them were very... Um, very much pushing to have their campaigns published regardless mm -hmm. um this could be i mean part of this is through our martlet coverage we do want to bring attention to these different candidates even if they are acclaimed so the students know who to contact who they're dealing with and what their kind of issues are um but yeah there was not much talk on mm -hmm. how to get around campaigning other than that word of mouth going between clubs to clubs even the idea of going to uh, Zoom courses. Like I remember back in my early years, you know, people running for these positions would come to our lectures of, you know, like 200 kids in like English 147 or something like that. And it, it, I mean, we all chuckled and laughed it <laughs> off, but at least we knew what was going on. Yeah. You yeah. Know? <laughs> um, so as far as I've seen so far, I don't think 
I'll say I don't think many because I can't confirm. Yeah. Um, have actually engaged with uh, Zoom campaigning. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's it's so interesting to think about these directors being acclaimed or yeah, with minimal campaigning. And I think because the lead de- directors just had a like wage increase too, right? Because they are like the lead directors are paid and the dolls are they get an honorarium. It's interesting, like like a it is a paid position that these people are being elected to, and then the UVSS like. They are doing things like, can you think of some like concrete things that the UVS has accomplished or what they push for, like kind of main mandates or? Yeah, well, I'd, I'd say the main mandate that I think is on everyone's mind is the divest movement. Yeah. Um, divest has been in the works um, for, for, for many, many, many years. And the main method through which the uh, members of the UVSS do make changes through um, campaigning, mm-hmm. raising awareness, and trying to encourage um, the Senate and the Board of Governors to make this change. Um, one of one of the candidates I spoke with um, made, made a point of noting how it took many years, it, it seemed, um, for divest to, to take place. Mm-hmm. And there was actually projected, I believe, to not be accomplished until 2030. Then all of a sudden, through the campaigning of divest, it was like de- divested in two days. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it's like, if that is not an example of the importance of the UVSS mm-hmm. and of these campaigns and of people getting involved, I'm not sure what is because, because to, to quote, you know, the, the um, individual I, I interviewed, um, they can move so much faster than, than they actually uh, act like they can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And then another thing I kind of wanted to talk about is, because again, I know you've talked to a few like candidates there, and of course, there's not as much of that competition. But have you heard um, from yourself or other writers who have been interviewing people like common campaign promises, or not that those will for sure go forward into the UVSS, but things that are being shared and talked about quite a bit by different candidates? So the difficulty with uh students campaigning especially students who are new to politics is mm-hmm. they tend to recycle the exact same issues right um without necessarily knowing what goes into that mm-hmm. so speaking to anybody they're going to say okay i want to improve the mental health facilities i want to establish uh free bus passes i want to uh abolish tuition and all these like like crazy outlandish <laughs> uh uh policies um not not necessarily for their implementation, but but from the perspective of the UVSS, right? Um, they can't abolish tuition. They like and and increasing like mental health resources is is a more larger U- ubic issue mm-hmm. that does need to be addressed. Um, but it it does seem like in the past years, like some of these things that they're they're opting for are the exact same things they're been opting for for the last couple of years, um, which is interesting in a way because it, it, it at the same time shows that students are more unified than we think mm. on the things and the issues that we wish to address but it's also kind of sad because it shows that these things are still problems that yeah. the uh, UVSS and UVIC has failed to correct um so yeah yeah especially when you're coming into uh, a new position and I definitely I still encourage people to run figure it out um, but you're not really sure what you're getting into mm-hmm. until you're actually in the role, until you're sitting down, going to the meetings. And I mean, it, it shouldn't be that level of like intransparency. Like we want it to be um, transparent and to be able to know 
what the UVSS is actively doing and not just for people who are poli-sci majors and, and you know, like really like this stuff. Um, I think it's really important because it's where our student fees are going, right? Yeah. Like every single, like we always talk about wanting to lower tuition and stuff like that. Well, that's fantastic. And mm -hmm. we should continue to, to strive for these things, but we also need to keep accountable the parties who are spending our tuition on different things. And this is probably why divest was such a big thing too, is mm -hmm. you know, that working capital fund and different things the university were investing in were against student interest. Yeah. Um, so I think the UVSS does play an important role in that. In if, if, if not being the instrument by which this change occurs, I think they have a duty and a responsibility to get this knowledge to the students. Um, I think, you know, uh, their ability to campaign, to reach out, uh, to do certain events, you know, pre-COVID, of course, and within COVID safety, um, should be one of their primary mm -hmm. aims in, in, in this humble journalist opinion. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, I also just wanted, uh, you reminded me of something when you were talking, because we've kind of touched on this, but just to, like, make it really clear. So, the UVSS, UVIC are separate entities, so the majority of the power the UVSS has to change things regarding whether it is tuition or you know that general it is just through like advocacy and through lobbying okay that kind yeah. of thing um the transit pass i do believe is done through the ubss okay, so yeah. that is something that is feasible right um you got you get similar things with issues of uh, open source textbooks um and, and and trying to push for that mm -hmm. um but but again one of the difficulties that arises in this is um is that separation between the university and the uvss because to be able to implement, you know, this uh, these textbook things, you got to contact professors, and you need to say, "Hey, here are the resources. We've collected them. We've made them available, but you now need to implement them." Yeah. <laughs> right. So there does need, there is, there should be more conversation there mm -hmm. um, between the UVSS and the university. Um, well, I, th I think one thing that we can begin to address is is why mm -hmm. why why have few people been running for the uvss um why don't people care yeah um and i think this is a lot of people have different you know opinions and theories about all this um many of of, of the individuals that i've chatted to um through my interviews cite um covid mm -hmm. as as a kind of reasoning for this uh lack of individuals running um and that that is that is you know a very is a viable uh, um, kind of option there or mm. idea there, because like the stress <laughs> that everyone has been under, like we are in a, a global phenomenon mm -hmm. that we will pr hopefully hopefully never <laughs> see the likes of again in our lifetime, um, but it is unprecedented. Yeah. So people are stressed. People are struggling to even get through their courses through Zoom fatigue and stuff like that. So it's understandable that few people want to be like, hey, how about I add something else to my plate, mm -hmm. you know? But I also, beyond COVID, I don't think this is necessarily anything new. Mm -hmm. um, the whole acclimation, lack of people running is definitely unique to this, um, this kind of year after COVID, but I think it actually addresses a larger phenomenon that we see at work in the UVSS, which is students not caring mm -hmm. or or more more importantly students not thinking like their voice matters um as you were saying there's lots of student apathy and low turnout and you know this kind of sometimes disconnect between 
voters and like seeing things happen, then like why should students vote? Why should students open up their web page on voting day and choose people? Um, yeah, just kind of if you could give some general comment to that. Because it affects students. Mm-hmm. Um, it's very easy with this, you know, if, if we maintain a level of not not purposeful secrecy, but if we don't quite understand what these organizations do, mm-hmm. we A, can't keep them accountable and B, open them up to do whatever they want with, with our funds in ways that do affect us actively. Mm-hmm. Um, similar to voting in, in, you know, city council stuff, we're voting at the federal level, like your vote does matter. Mm-hmm. And what happens at the result of the democratic process is going to affect you no matter what. Um, it may not seem like the UVSS as like a mini kind of microcosm of government is going to have that big an influence on you. Um, but it's also preparation for the world. Like mm-hmm. we should be informed political individuals and now more so than ever, the amount of, uh, political unrest, the political polarization that we face in our current era is seems insurmountable. It really does seem beyond something we can deal with. Um, but the only way we can enact political change is by being informed, getting involved, not just consciousness raising, but doing things. Mm-hmm. So in regards to the UVSS, it's a great place to start. <laughs> you know, find out where your funding is going finding out how you can get involved in clubs and course unions. Because a lot of people who aren't involved in clubs don't realize that every single year, clubs go forward and they get a certain amount of funding from the UVSS Mm -hmm. that is kind of sanctioned. The budget is, you know, divvied out from student fees that we do pay. And from there, that allows clubs and course unions to do events, to do things that's going to like make your experience at UVic so much better that's going to be entertaining it's going to be fun um i um along with working for the martlet i'm a member of the english student association um i act as a board member and their poet laureate and the amount of fun we've had throughout my degree it's helped me get closer to people in my major it's helped make friends when i first transferred to english and we have had fun you know and that couldn't have been done without the uvss Mm -hmm. so If the UVSS, for some reason, were to fall apart politically, either we don't have enough people to run it, it's not getting the attention it deserves, it kind of starts taking, you know, a left turn, um, then we risk losing all that. We risk losing these groups that, you know, give us our sense of fulfillment and make our experiences at UVic what they are. So when we talk about issues that the UVSS can address um, with mental health, with transit passes, um, those are important things, but there's there's so many ways that the UVSS can help mm-hmm. um, if you look into it. So with that in mind, seeing like what what they are actually in charge of, um, you, we may learn that you know you actually want to get involved in this. You do want to know what is going on because you know, like H like uh, Hub the history you know uh, yeah. union. Um, they want to have their pub crawls, you know, or their, sorry, their, their, their uh, restaurant crawls. Um, and, you know, different groups want to like have their events and students want to pay less for, uh, for the transit passes. Mm-hmm. And people want to make sure that, you know, their, their health and dental is actually good. Yeah. I could tell a nightmare story about my dental experience <laughs> through the UVSS, but that's a whole other anecdote. 
<laughs> but goes to show why we why we need to pay attention to these things. Like my experience, like could have been a vote that would help increase mm-hmm. dental coverage or actually, you know, a- allow for proper medication and stuff like that. Because these are resources all mm-hmm. students need, mm-hmm. especially when if you're living in res, right? If you are new to the university, like your fees go towards automatically unless you you know, opt out of it, uh, medical coverage and dental coverage. Yeah. And that is covered by the UVSS. And that is huge. Certain people can't afford regular, you know, health insurance and stuff like that. And UVSS actually provides a way for you to do that. Mm-hmm. So there are, like I said, so many ways the UVSS influences our lives. The least we can do is vote and make sure as well that they are doing everything they can in their power to help look out for students and represent us because they're our student union. Thank you. Yeah, those are really good points. And like you said, just such a range of like different things. Cause I, I do think there is such a kind of general conception of the VSS, just like kind of handling some funds or yeah, like doing stuff at Fells, which is great, but not super important. I think those are like from advocacy to clubs to mental health. Those are all very important things that students talk about all the time. So those are all really great points to bring up. Exactly. And, and one thing we got access to um, to the Martlet that I haven't actually seen in, in, in the past mm-hmm. as just like a kind of you know, regular student going about my day um, is the budget of the UVSS and how much funds they actually have to move around mm-hmm. and where it's going. And, you know, if that's if, if, if you know, you're not involved in any course unions, you don't really like to have a pint at Fells. That's fine. But you may want to know where your money's going, (laughs) (laughs) right? At the bare minimum, you want to know what your fees are going towards. Because there are many people, like me included, who have to work multiple jobs, Mm -hmm. you know, for us to be here right now. And if I have to spend money... I want to make sure it's being used well because I don't got a lot of yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I think that's a statement a lot of students can relate to there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's important to get involved and it's important to know what's going on. I can repeat that over and over again. So vote. Just like look into it for God's sake. Like just just for my sake, yeah. for your own sake. You know, figure out what's going on. Get involved. Join a course and club union. And you will see the benefits that the UVSS has, but also its fragility and and why we need to make sure that these elections are running smoothly, democratically and representatively. Yeah, that's great. Well, thank you so much for talking about this all today. I hope if there's someone listening that wasn't thinking about voting, maybe they'll consider voting now or just look into the UVSS. But yeah, thank you so much for your time today. Yeah, no problem. UVic President Kevin Hall has been reaching out to students digitally to build engagement and listen to perspectives. On March 3rd, he hosted a Reddit Ask Me Anything, something never before done by UVic President. This Reddit AMA was prompted by a second-year engineering student, taking inspiration from UBC's President's AMA in 2017. Questions asked range from when in-person classes might return to simply getting to know President Hall. As well, on March 8th and 11th, two virtual town halls were hosted, one for undergrads and one for grad students. The first town hall at UVic was held in the 1970s by then-President Howard Petch. 
And while there are meetings and feedback taken throughout President Castle's term from 2013 to 2020, the last student town hall was hosted in 2014. UVix Commerce Student Society will be hosting four virtual events throughout March for the annual Five Days for Homelessness event. While normally this event has participants simulate similar conditions of homelessness for five days, the pandemic has moved efforts online. Now events include inviting students to take a quick plunge into the ocean, where by every photo or video a student uploads, Five Days UVic will donate $5. The main goal is to raise $5,000 for the Kiwanis Emergency Youth Shelter. However, the group members, including third-year commerce student Ali Da Silva, also hope to bring awareness to the stigma of homelessness and take time to evaluate their own privileges. Um, people can have their own preconceived notions of what that means. And so just kind of checking yourself and thinking, maybe more towards why someone's experiencing homelessness instead of blaming them for the cause of their own homelessness. In addition to the upcoming UVSS election, the Student Society recently had its semi-annual general meeting. For the first time in eight years, the SAGM held quorum for longer than half an hour. That's the number of students needed in attendance to pass any emotions. Some standout motions included increasing lead director salaries by about $3 to $18.50, striking all mentions of the UVic graduating class group from UVSS bylaws, and updating the roles and responsibilities for lead directors. As well as passing motions, multiple expensive prizes were handed out to students. This included an iPad, AirPods, and three $100 one-card credits. Episode, thank you so much for listening. To read more on the stories I mentioned here, or to check out the rest of the latest issue, make sure to head over to martlet.ca. Or you can pick up a copy for free from around Victoria. To name just a few of the places you can find our news boxes is around the UVic campus, on Cook Street near Prima Strada, and at the intersection of Fort and Blanchard. The Martlet Pod is recorded in the studios of CFUV. Check them out at cfuv.ca. I'm Laura Smith.